the time, I was like, this is extremely boring. This man coming in with his loafers and his cardigan and his goldfish and his puppets. I'm, I don't get it. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 123. You clicked on it. It is television. We are here tonight. Television? TV? Mm, Big question. One of those. I think it should be TV. TV. Yeah. No small what thing. Is this television? No small thing. How we have not done this as I'm a surprised. topic is shocking. It came on a whim, and I do think it's probably going to be the first of many. Again, yep. the first installment, because we were already thinking of extra things we'd want to talk about. But This is a, such a big thing. Yeah, and just so everybody <laughs> knows, the way we do our podcasts, and, and I don't know how other people do it. I don't know how... Everybody seems to have a rhythm. Like, Mason and I are very intentional about setting up our setup in a very mild way like we're not we're not in a studio right uh we have these professional mics now and a professional soundboard but um we're not we're not in a closet it seems like a lot of like up and coming podcasters record in their closet it's a it's a common trope in listening to podcasts yeah i'm in my closet and also (laughs) i'm just like i don't really mind so, so a little bit of background noise, like in the background, like we we're in a house, everybody. So you might hear Reuven talking to our friend Pat, who did all big things last week. If you hear a little of that in the background, what's the big deal? You're <laughs> going to turn the podcast off. Like, why does it have to be so precious? <laughs> you know, yeah, this is a tangent. Their own, but their own, but the, the their own. I like that they click on. They're like. there's some people talking about the guy. I can't do this. Out, out. I mean, it's true. It's the vibe of the podcast. You've stumbled upon friends having a conversation about something. That's Mm -hmm. what the podcast vibe is. And there might be our noises in the background because you've stumbled upon these friends. That's just the case. If you're at a restaurant, that's part of the experience. It's nice that there's some chatter and some ambiance. And, it, you know, like sometimes we're recording on your porch and hear some cars going on in the background. It's no big deal. Yeah. Okay, we are here. We're here not to talk about ambiance, although we could. Ambiance as a topic. That's actually really good. That actually might be next week. (laughs) (laughs) I have like big emotions. How Um, have we not done that? (laughs) For real. Wow. Um, Okay, so we. So clearly we. Let's switch right now. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, (laughs) with like there's like 15 candles lit around us. Um, okay, so if you're new to the podcast, welcome to No Small Thing. We're a podcast dedicated to helping you live less certain, more curious life. Essentially how this works is we pick a topic once a week and we have a conversation between each other that's meant to have a curious spirit to it. It's this topic. It's mm-hmm. not a small thing in our lives. Let's sit down and give it its full breath of time. It deserves a full-fledged conversation where we can travel however we want on this journey, but the main topic is this thing. So yeah. tonight, tonight the, the topic on the table is television or TV. TV. Which well, feels like, thing. yeah. I mean, it's like, there's so much to be said. <laughs> so not all will be said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, if anybody listens and anybody knows me, there's going to be some gaping holes. Or, you know, I'm going to forget about shows. I'm going to yeah. forget about certain important elements in my life. And I'm going to 
be controversial probably in my picks, although actually I think I'm pretty straight and narrow in my picks, but I uh, a second ago I thought I was gonna I could only guess two of your top three, but I think I can get all three of your top three dramas. I bet you I'm could. gonna try it, to especially if you uh, hopefully you didn't look over at my list and I didn't. You know, okay. <laughs> okay, now but what if I was what if I did? I looked and I cheated and then I on this podcast was like, I think I could guess your list. Okay, here's the outline of this episode. We will begin with journeys, which is the thing we do often on the podcast. Sometimes the journey takes the whole episode. Tonight, that's not the plan. The plan is for them to be really short. We're going to have discipline. Disciplined journeys. So expect five to seven minutes of each of us sharing our journey with television, mm-hmm. our own mm-hmm. personal experiences. Mm-hmm. In this exercise, we also invite you to think about your own journey with TV. Mm-hmm. The next segment is going to be all about reality TV, which... Very excited about Scott. What an I interesting have proposition. What do you mean? A whole segment about reality TV. I mean, you suggested no, it. No, it's it's worth it. It's worth it because there needed. is there's a lot to talk about, and Scott and I have very different experiences and feelings around reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, the third segment is our tops. Nope, nope, nope. It's I think it is how we watch TV. Is it? Yes, I, mean, I, I moved the show notes from the table. <laughs> okay, how we watch TV and then our tops. And then our tops. And some point, Ruben will come in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a full episode. <laughs> okay, so let's get going on journeys. Okay, I'm going to start. Yep. Okay. So TV, for me, I'm 41. So I think for the listeners, there might be some over... 50 people who had a different experience than me. So I'm going free form hard with a journey here. And it's, it's a little bit of free association. Mm-hmm. If you're listening be like, Oh, is this the type of journey where he's going to incorporate and, and list every significant memory from 1979 to 2020? No. no one wants that. No, I'm just saying some of the first significant things that come to mind, acknowledging that I'm going to leave a lot out. Yep. Okay. Growing up in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, our house was a TV, no cable. I mean, in my house, especially, I don't know. I don't know if you had, if other people who had more money than me were paying for cable, but like in my neighborhood, in my family, nobody really had cable. So there's seven stations. You click around on those stations, probably most likely with like a little knob. You're like turning knobs to get to a station four, five, channel seven, channel 11. That's it. There's no Did 31. You? There's no hundred. There's no channel a hundred. There's like 12 stations. Maybe who knows? And the show comes on and that's the show. Yep. There's no recording it. There's no, at that time, early age, there's no recording it even on a VCR. The show oh, comes yeah. on and that's it. One of my earliest memories is racing home to see the Muppets movie. It was a big family event. And it's like you look in your TV guide, which mm. we got. Mm. Got your TV guide. And I looked. And it, it. tells you when's going to be playing yep. what time. Muppet movies coming on Saturday at 8 p.m. Set your calendar. And I'm racing home from a friend's house. Big family night. Muppet movie. you got to be on time. There's no like, we'll start it when you get home. Yeah. Muppet movie starts at 8. Yeah. yeah. we got a big family dinner around this thing. Start the Muppet movie. You know, yeah. and it's like, and, and then you watch it and it's, and then it's like, there's some evening late night stuff. There's no like, can we watch another can we binge something? Let's watch another Muppet movie. It's like, that's not available to us. Yeah. That came and went. It's and over. now it's, it's gone. Bedtime. Well, and 
I mean, there's just something interesting of like very few people or there's very few choices. So everyone kind of is watching the same. Right. Thing. Everybody's watching the Muppet movie. Oh, you right. got, you got, oh you're watching the Muppet movie. Oh, we're all watching the Muppet movie. You see, it's coming on an eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're mm-hmm. watching that too with our family. <laughs> you know, and there's no texting about it while it's happening. We're no. just all in our homes watching our Muppet movie. And we talk about it maybe at church next week. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> you know? And you're like, the Muppet movie. Yeah. <laughs> So early memories involve, I think, a lot of Sesame Street, a lot okay. of Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to look back on Mr. Rogers nowadays to see how much I appreciate and idolize him. But at the time, I was like, this is extremely boring. This man coming in with his loafers and his cardigan and his goldfish and his puppets. I'm, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I remember at an early age. Now I look at now and I go, it's nostalgic because I was... That's what I watched. Right, right. It wasn't like, oh, this bountiful uh, selection. It's like, you're watching Mr. Rogers. It's like the only kid's show. Yeah. I just, I just even, I couldn't say it at the time exactly like this, but I just remember like, what's the big deal? This is a grown man with these puppets and. And now, and now you watch it and you're like crying. It's all that's on. I'm like, oh, Mr. Rogers. Interesting. That's interesting. I, I, yeah, that's really interesting. I had much warmer feelings towards Sesame Street. There's a lot of silliness on there, you know? Yeah. I think it goes bops around from one sketch to the next. So you're kind of like, oh. Is there animated TV? Well, I mean, of course. Of course. I'm just talking about the earliest memories. <laughs> I know. That was like a legit question. So I'm embarrassed. Is there, does it exist? <laughs> oh, like, in the 80s, was there a such thing as a cartoon? <laughs> I'm, nope. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm exposed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So let me, let me. I'm going to, I'm going to go broad strokes with my journey and then I'll go back and include a few extra things. Okay, great. I'm, I'm holding back. I'm the question. There's not, I'll let you just go and then I'll ask a few questions. Big next step on a journey. Okay. That is a, that could be an episode, honestly. Okay. It could be an episode where we include somebody my age and we just go all in on this. Okay. But you probably relate. But for me, I think it was different. Saturday morning cartoons. Mm -hmm. Now again, True Saturday morning cartoons in the way I experienced it was. See, there's the animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These cartoons aren't coming on. There is no, you know, recording. There's no cable. There's no something where you get on and you find. There's just nothing. There's no, you don't have a collection of DVDs. There's no friend down the street. It's it's just like these things come on and you watch them. So yeah. Saturday cartoons, those are when the cartoons come on. That's it. The only and time it's a whole program. It's like starting at seven to like afternoon time. They know that that's when kids are watching cartoons. So there's like all the cartoons are very intentional about their lineup. There's a whole lifestyle around it. So right. Like, I mean, it's like the kids are, it's the, I mean, it, the kids are at a school. Yeah. No one's at church. This is the time we mm-hmm. can get the this kids. It. And it's like for the families, it's like gives the parents, oh, the totally, kids are I'm watching sure. their Saturday morning, morning cartoons. Yeah. So like my, I have two younger brothers. You guys heard them. If you listened on the toys episode, but it's like, that's a whole lifestyle. It's like you wake up, we get our blankets, we get our cereal. We got, we got all sorts of cereal, got kicks. We got Apple so Jacks cute. and we're eating cereal and watching cartoons. And for that, for our family, it's just like, you're, you're left alone. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons. We're not, you're not going to do any chores. You're watching your cartoons and it's like lounging, like yeah, laying that's on the so, ground. I love that energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good energy. So flying through a journey. Here Kay? comes a big Whew. next memory. Significant in my life and probably slightly unique to me. My mom's an artist and she'd be painting and on the weekends and then after school. No, nope. Not on the weekends. After school. I come home. For some reason, I get home a little earlier, and I'm interested in what's going on with my mom. She's painting. Mm-hmm. She's watching General Hospital. 
Oh. I got super into General Hospital. It's a soap Very opera. Very interesting. Starting at like, I mean, 10 or 11 or something. Hmm. And hmm. my mom and I are bonding over these soaps, hmm. you know. <laughs> I at That season, whatever that season was of like late 80s, early 90s, General Hospital, I know all of that the drama. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. I know all the stories. I know all the characters. I know the actors. I was really into it. <laughs> So if anybody wants That's to go toe to toe with some general, general hospital, hospital facts, I I I I can track. I know exactly what we're talking about. That is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I mean that's like a fun little bonding thing that she let you in and. I do. I, I that's the thing. I appreciate about that. My mom about I appreciate that about my mom at the time. It just felt like a really fun bonding time. It never felt like inappropriate. Mm-hmm. There were some adult themes, but it was just like daytime TV. So it's like there's only so far you can go. Well, yeah, and it's like so like dramatic and not real, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. big, big significant thing for me. Hmm. Um, that's cool. Here comes a, a slew of memories. Okay. Okay. Here we go. If there's anybody my age, they're going to be like, yep. Wish we could deep dive that. Yep. We could, sh- we're not going to deep dive TGIF. Thank goodness. Thanks. It's Friday. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. This involved full house. This involved family matters. This involved a lot of those types of shows and they tried to circle in some other shows at the time. But TGIF was like, again, it's on. That's what's available. You get, you set your it's clock. It's the rhythm. And yeah. It, typically there's like four comedies in a row, mm-hmm. you know? So then and there's that's an, you watch with your whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family time. Going to watch some, Thank goodness it's Friday. We're going to hear the theme songs. We're going to watch four shows. But I really think it's so interesting to think how we watch watch TV now. It's like it's not uncommon to binge something for four hours. It's like I'm setting aside four hours tonight. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. At the time, it's like you get what you get. You get these four 30-minute comedies. But then what happens? I mean, other shows play. Nothing. No, 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 no. For a kid especially, there's... It goes into the late night comedy. So if you're like 10, yeah, it's like, oh, now David Letterman. And you're like, I don't care about David Letterman. There's nothing else. Yeah. There's infomercials. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you many know? infomercials. Yeah. <laughs> um, or you could put in your old uh, a VHS that you like. And I own our family owned like five VHS, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Um, so TJF, there's another thing called SNCC. Which was a, a Nickelodeon thing, and so is it was that a like, Saturday night thing. Is that oh, it's not Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. Not Nick at Night, but that was another thing I really. I mean, don't get me started, Nick at Night, because I went all in on Nick at Night. I, was I like, love Nick at into Night. Into the Dick Van Dyke Show, into Dragnet, into Mary Tyler Moore. There's a lot of like old classic television. Which shows. is interesting because Nick at Night for me was different things because Nick at Night was like the Cosby Show, right? For me, and that and was my real. Right. Yeah. Isn't that so strange? Yeah. <laughs> in like Full House. Yeah. Yeah. Nick at Night. That was my real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So SNCC, that, that involved like, I, I don't even remember. People will remember. It, it was, but it was a big ritual in our house. Um, huge, huge, huge for my family growing up was Cosby. So we watched that in real time. Mm-hmm. Sad, uh, rip, Cosby, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Maybe not rip. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very special. There was a lot of ritual around that. It came on Thursday nights and it was like. Wait, what know, is this? Cosby. Oh, okay. Cosby okay. Show. The, this is different than SNCC. No, yeah, no, of course. This is just the Cosby show. Okay. Um, so Cosby show came on Thursday nights. It was like the major family night. Like yeah. my mom would make a special pie and like Wow. We're all having a nice dinner and then Cosby. And then for a while it was a show that was a spin-off called The Different World. Wow. But Cosby for like nine years was huge. It was like with the pie, a specific pie, that's something. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> and then 
it was like every season they had a new theme song. That was always a huge deal. What's the theme song? The new season. Here we go. I can imagine huge. your mom being oh, yes. all in My on mom's this. too. Everybody, that's like the pies. It's like we're creating some special memories. Cosby, family night. We're all in. Um, so let's see. Um, here's a side note Kay. for me and my brothers, basically. It's like sometimes there was television just random, and that's where you just sort of lean into it's whatever's on. Mm -hmm. You didn't know what was on. You didn't check the TV guide. You're just flipping around. I mean, I think that's a side note in terms of a journey. There is no more flipping around. Unless you're in a hotel. Yeah. And then you're flipping around. You're like, what is this? In the old days, (laughs) you just flipped around. You didn't really quite know what was on. You didn't check the TV guide, and you just kind of like, let's see something. Oh, you know, oh. Yeah. So for me, there was a lot of like being left alone. And then my brothers and I would always make Stouffer's frozen pizzas. That's mm. a big deal. Or it was Red Baron. And this is a, a side note of nostalgia. But for, we'll go there. for us, we'd cook the Red Baron pizza. I don't know. I feel like this is a unique thing to me and my brothers. I, I don't even know what a Red Baron pizza is. So just a, a frozen pizza. And we, we'd take all the pepperonis off. Yeah. My brother would like be laughing about this so hard because it's so true and they know we did it all the time. <laughs> and we'd put them in the freezer. Why? I don't know. I don't know. And we'd go have our TV time and watch it. And then it was like almost like a dessert. We'd and you go would have frozen, the frozen pepperonis. Fr- that's amazing. <laughs> we'd, <laughs> we'd be like, oh, those pepperonis are in the freezer. Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> <gasps> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Side n- final final. You you and your brothers being close in age is really sweet. It was we had a, we had a really fun time. I'm realizing that my journey in my mind was getting me to 18, and I, I realize I have other parts of my journey that I'm going to leave out tonight. But the finale know, we said my, that from the start. The finale of my journey sort of ends with Seinfeld, which was my like sophomore, junior, senior year. The finale of Seinfeld happened my senior year of high school, and that became the new pie which is a mm. funny thing to say. My mm. mom knew how special it was. And then I would have friends over Thursday night, oh. Seinfeld. I'm telling people at school, come to my house. My and mom's going to make, make a, pie. a pie. My mom's going to make a pie. Oh my gosh. This is you <laughs> in high school. Hey, come on over yeah. to the house. Come watch Seinfeld. It's going to be a good time. My mom's going to make a pie. Yeah, if yeah. you want to come, you're it's welcome. It's just a rotating group of people. Like yeah. Scott's house tonight. This is the group. You know, yeah. like, this is the group. <laughs> and I remember being on a choir <laughs> tour when the finale happened. And it was like, we were telling this host family that we were at, like, we're like, thanks for hosting us. We have this choir concert, but tonight we got to go home and you got to give us the TV because we got to see this finale. Oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> like my goodness. There's no. Because it's happening in real time. Yeah. There's something very fun about that of yeah. gathering and then it plays and you're all watching it for the first time together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's special. Let me zip through. Yep. Zip on, quick, zip through. Uh, I, I didn't plan for this, so I have to be extra zippy, but there's a season of my life, got married, college. TV goes on hold almost. They're just okay. too busy. Yeah, there's some truth to that. You're in the dorms and you're just doing shenanigans. Yeah. I watch a lot of music videos. There's something called The Box. I would sit in my lounge and I'd just watch music videos for three hours. Hmm. Music videos. There's no internet. Well, there was internet, but it really wasn't reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, got married. Deep dived some big dramas. Watched Sex and the City. Mm. Watched Sopranos. Ooh. Got into some really cool, juicy dramas with my wife. Uh, TV journey. All of a sudden, I have kids. Now we're watching Teletubbies. Now we're watching all sorts of yes, baby oh gosh, Einstein. You know, then here's another baby. Here's another journey. Is like they're they became a season. I remember one of the first seasons of my life where I was like, I'm actually liking watching TV with my kids, and that was Phineas and Ferb. 
Oh, I've like, actually never seen Phineas and Oh, so good. And I was just like, oh, this is actually really fun. I'm really liking this. And then then it slowly start to creep into like. Now I get to show you my shows. Well, then it came into like Avatar and things like, mm-hmm. oh, like we're watching these cartoons that I'm here for and Steven Universe. I had huge, huge experience with my kids at Steven Universe. And now, especially my son, Jack, we're just into like, we just watch whatever. It's fine. You yeah. Know? So that's an accelerated journey. I should be done. Bam. That was great. That was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, that was like insane. The TV zippiness. TV journey. TV journey. That was, I feel like, I feel like these journeys are really fun and bringing up those weird nostalgic memories. And I feel like the more I hear your stories, it's like you had such a very, a very sweet bond with your brothers. I know. I like that's really sweet. I know. It really is. I like that you say that. It's, it's interesting. I mean. Maybe we'll just have my brothers on one night and have a full on deep dive with my brothers. Brothers. Yeah. That brothers. Be, that's the episode. Brothers. That Siblings. would be fun. <laughs> that would be really cool. Um, thank you. Your turn for your journey. Thank you. That I'm was pumped. an amazing journey. I think what I want to say about the journey is it's meant to be a mood. Yeah. I'm not incorporating all the deals, but you got a little bit of a mood there. Yes. Oh, you know? for sure. Oh, for sure. I feel like, no, I definitely did. I mean, it's, it's going to be as you're telling your journey, I'm like, oh, my journey is such, so different. Yeah. And, I'm 15 years younger than you. Yeah. The technology is huge. It's huge. So I'm 25 now. So I was born in 95. And I don't, I don't know where TV's at. Like I'm, it's not the same thing that you're talking about. Like when I, I picture a TV in my home, we had VHSs, first Mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. Like I can't imagine not having VHSs. Mm -hmm. And then there's more than seven channels. I think probably like. 60 yeah Yeah, like somewhere around there i feel like now channels don't even really exist people are like (laughs) what's a channel i think they still exist i think they still exist yeah but mostly people just do it find the thing they want on the thing they want yeah Yeah, no it's it's true they just like search it on their their, i don't know whatever (laughs) um oh it's so interesting to access it because it it's not like your journey it really is like there were these big moments and times and it's not kind of that way for me. Like I do think TV was always just kind of more in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, there were less like central family moments around it, mm-hmm. but there were definitely a lot of individual moments with it. Um, so like thinking of my journey, I mean the first memory I have, if I could really recall it's, it is Mr. Rogers. Hey, I know. And it's <laughs> like my mom, my sister had to go to get a ride to the bus, which is funny getting a ride mm-hmm. to the bus, mm-hmm. but the ride of the bus. Just Would, go all the way. Go to the school. Well, it's the like it, the, <laughs> ride to the bus. The the ride to the bus is like a was like a ten minute drive, and mm. then a ride to the school is like a forty minute drive. Okay. So I don't know, but I remember mm. riding to the bus with my sister, my mom, pretty much every morning, and my dad's getting ready for work. But like before that would happen, I would go and like sit in my parents' bed and watch Mr. Rogers Mm. while like my dad's getting ready and my mom's getting ready. And then you like go in the car and like, I really remember that. And I have like a lot of fond memories Mm. about that. Mm. So I enjoyed Mr. Rogers. It was like sweet, like early morning watching the cartoons while my dad's getting ready for work. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're not bored. No, I wasn't bored. I don't think so. Um, but then it's like, I think for me, it's like Nickelodeon and Disney channel. Nickelodeon. It's worth, yeah, and Disney Channel. And those yep. those yep. are the two hubs of TV for me mm-hmm. in childhood. Mm-hmm. And also, it should be noted, I'm I'm a baby in terms of my family. Like, I was 
five, I'm six years younger than my, like, so I'm the six years younger than my next closest sibling. Mm -hmm. So I'm the only one watching these like younger shows in a way. So it's Mm -hmm. like when I'm watching TV, it's kind of, it's Mace watching TV (laughs) as opposed (laughs) as much. It's not as much all of us watching TV together because we have communal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's definitely times of that. Um, But I like when I think of TV, I mean, I really think of being sick and being like, I get to watch TV all day. Mm. And like that was a big mood that I loved. It was like, oh, I just get to watch TV all day. Yeah, yeah, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. (laughs) I'm watching. I'll just name a few shows. We got Blue's Clues, Roly Poly Oli. We got. (laughs) (laughs) This is the genius of the podcast sometimes. It's like now you're representing a whole other group. They're like, yeah. Exactly. Out of the box, Zaboomafu, which Zaboomafu is an amazing show. Don't know it. Oh, there's a little lemur and it's these like little adventure brothers. <laughs> Love it so much. Out of the box is like the best. It's like a show about imagination and creativity. Perfect. Um, Zoom, which did you ever watch? Nope. Zoom, which I, I hope people out there know these references. <laughs> um, and I know Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Oh, I love Blue's Clues. I had a Blue's Clues birthday party. This one show that it's coming up right now that I kind of forgot about is The Big Comfy Couch. Which oh, was my familiar. favorite show. Me and my neighbor Tanya, we had it on VHS. One of us, we would watch it all the time. And it was, uh, there's this character who's I don't know, dressed like some crazy doll, and she would go on the ground and like make a clock. And we'd always go on the ground and like make a clock, and, like don't do know the this. movements. Don't know this. It's so good. I hope I hope people out there listening know some of these shows I'm saying. It does remind me of Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, for sure. It's for that's 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 a good energy. Yeah. That's a similar energy, I would say. Yeah. Um. So I'm watching TV like kind of on my own if I'm watching like children's shows, except for sometimes like after school watching things with like my brother. So like I remember watching Rocket Power with Ethan, and that was really fun. I loved Rocket Power. Um, Rugrats. I mean, big time Rugrats fan. I watched an episode of Rugrats last night and it was really good. I was like, this is a great show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was a Saturday morning cartoons thing. Cause there was a whole series of like really good Nickelodeon cartoons and Rick- oh, Rugrats yeah. was one of them. Oh so yeah. We share that. I, I watched Rugrats. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, that's really interesting. And I, I think people my age watch Rugrats. I remember some people weren't allowed to, which I always thought was funny, but what? Cause like my, one of Mostly my cousin wasn't allowed to because of, I think Angelica like was mean or something. Ah, And ah, it's parents. Yeah. I mean, to each their own. And there's a lot of reasons to have people not watch certain TV shows. So, but, uh, let's think, let's think of my journey. So I'm a kid, I'm growing up. So (laughs) I have, so I have Mm. all these shows that I'm watching and then, but I, I, it's it's interesting and a little sad to f- reflect back on like a su- most of these kids shows. I think I mean I'm like watching them by myself, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. I'm having a great time watching my shows though. Um, and then <laughs> and then also there is this element of some family shows. So like the vibe around the house is like in the evening time after we've had dinner we watch TV Hmm. if we want. Like it's turn on the TV. It's not like a problem to like, it's not like we're always going to do that, but it's likely that that will happen. Yeah. And so it's kind of often, I think it would probably be like my dad choosing something, but then if it's like a certain reality show coming up, that's the time where the family does gather to watch something. 
And that would be. Oh, boy. Here it is. That would be specifically starting when I was, I think, five is Survivor. Wow. Mm hmm. Five years old. Five or six, but so young. So 20 years ago. Survivor. Yeah. Dang. Survivor. I guess it's been around for a while. Been around for a while. A Holy while. Cow. Yeah. So I'm I'm really little and we're watching Survivor and I remember it from the start and that is that's the show that is for sure the most like between me, my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. So that immediate like that cluster of my family we always would all watch it together. And that was I mean that was a really fun show to watch as a family cuz it's like all these different people and it's like there's there's just so much to unpack in Survivor. I love Survivor and feel deep feelings about it. So it's like, that is the show. It's like, when it's coming out, we're so pumped. Like, loving all these different char- like characters. I mean, they're real people, I guess. But they're kind of characters on uh, the I show. I think they kind of make characters of they themselves. They make characters, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's, I mean, that's... They're being really devious. So they, they really are creating a persona. It's true. And... That's like, I mean, we won't get into it, but I really maybe would one day love to be on Survivor. Don't don't get into it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. Don't get into it. But <laughs> just kidding. But me and my like we would always it's like me and my dad are always like when it's like a family one be like, we would want to do this. Hmm. Um, which is sweet. Um, let's think. So so reality TV is also like American Idol we would watch together mm. for sure. Yep. Um my mom is a big TV watcher. So like she was always watching shows like she would be watching Ellen when I would come home from school. And so I would sometimes like listen in and watch Ellen mm. like mm. my mom would watch The View, which mm. is funny. And I would watch I'd watch The View with my mom sometimes. Um, what if she still watches The View. I don't feel like she'd be here for The View right now. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's she does. It's very argumentative. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't I don't know where she would be at with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know her current take on the view. Um, but then it's like now I'm entering teenage time and I have a lot of autonomy with my choice around TV. Like no one's monitoring me. I was watching like Degrassi at a very young age cause mm. my siblings were like, I watched a lot of older kid TV cause it's like, if my brother is watching MTV, I'm just sitting there hoping like I'm like s- sitting in the doorway watching like MTV, in like doorway. <laughs> I want to see an image of this so bad. Like I really want to see what that looks like. like. Like, and he's not even really aware. You're just kind no, of lurking. No, no. I'm sure. I'm like, hey, can I watch with yeah. you? And he's like, stand in the doorway. <laughs> you can't come all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> they'd oh be my like, goodness. my brothers would be playing video games, and they'd be like, can I please just watch you play? And they'd the sometimes say I yes. I felt like you were kind of vibing with Skylar when we did it. He's just kind of like, I'm here just to whatever you guys want to exactly, do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, please, wait. Like, yeah, I see you guys are playing your video game. I'll just sit in the corner and be quiet, but can I please just be <laughs> in the room and watch? And like, sometimes yes, and sometimes <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Macy. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. You may not watch Degrassi with us tonight. No, and I'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and like sit. Go to my pink room and play with my dolls that I'm not really even interested in. <laughs> and then I'll go make a toy out of a pine cone <laughs> <laughs> and climb a tree. <laughs> the pine cone is a toy. Um, but, uh, okay, okay. And speeding up this journey. So then it's like, I don't know. I don't know where this time shift happens, but all of a sudden it's like, when I sit down, I'm the one with the remote and I'm making all the choices, you know? 
I am the one with the remote. <laughs> <laughs> the power and is it's mine. Like, what am I choosing? What year is it? I'm going to junior high now, I guess. Okay. I'm going to the shows. The networks I'm going to are Food Network. Ooh. I'm going to TLC. Some familiar terms now. <laughs> We're not in the 80s or 90s anymore. We're in slowly eking our way into the modern era. <laughs> you got the Food Network. You got some networks. Networks, exactly. I'm watching things like, um, let's think. I mean. Rachel Ray? Uh, I did watch Rachel Ray for <laughs> sure. Um, oh, Iron, Iron Chef for Iron sure. Chef. For sure. But then also things like What Not to Wear. Uh, um, I that's remember on TLC that. for I had a sure. Dabble in What Not to Wear. Mm-hmm. And then I. What, what, was that, what was that girl's name from Survivor that had her own show about clothes for a while? I think she, Elizabeth ha- oh, Hasselback I mean, or whatever. Uh, yeah, and she's, she's one of the hosts of The View. Now. Was. Is oh. she not anymore? Oh, no. I she don't hasn't know been things. for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where I'm at. Megan McCain plays the blonde conservative woman on oh, okay. The View. Great. But, um, <laughs> she had a show. She had a fashion show. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, I thought you might have known that being a fan of, Sur- of Survivor. I know. I mean, I'm really mostly invested in the game. I won't. Okay. Other reality shows I'm watching at this time also include shows like Dog Eat Dog. Do you know that don't show? Know Fear Factor. Yes, but never watched. Oh, come on. <laughs> Amazing Race. Yes, never watched. The Mole. Oh, my gosh. The Mole. Did you watch The Mole? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, can I just explain? This show was the best Are show ever. Are you seeping ever. into reality television Oh, segments? I should wait. I should wait. Okay, I'll pause because that one is maybe one of the best. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So then I'm I'm watching a lot of weird documentaries on TLC. Like, mm. I have this image of me staying up super late starting mm. in middle school, and I'm watching weird shit on TV because it's like after 10 and everyone's gone to bed and i'm now on the couch and i'm eating snacks and i'm just like binging and watching weird shit and that's the best pause right there and just say if people listen to this to know us like (laughs) like somebody might have stumbled upon this this is the first episode they listen to but if people know us i think that is a nice macy image up late snacking and watching weird shit (laughs) (laughs) That's like, it's like still me today. Getting though, to know let's you. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I definitely I'll I'll say this, and this will come up later. I f- I love to fall asleep to the TV. Yeah. Um, and that was a vibe in my it's, house. It's such a luxurious feeling. <laughs> it's the best. Just, oh, <laughs> oh, it's a good feeling. Um, okay, 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 okay. I'm jumping forward. Um, where am I jumping to? Bam, bam, bam. College? I'm in high school. No, I'll just quickly do high school. I okay. remember Lost in high school. Mm-hmm. Big, big mm-hmm. times to have Lost. Um, yeah, I mean, big high school. I can't. There's so much reality TV shows. So you can dance. I'll get into that. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And then, so it is interesting. So I grew up in a home with a TV. And then <laughs> I <sentence>. go. <laughs> let me. Okay. Let me just. I'm, it's just part of getting to a, a, another a nice piece. nice sentence. I have yet to, oh, so I, then I moved to college and it's like instantly my TV situation changes and it's never gone back. Mm-hmm. Like internet, no laptop. Right. And it's the same, same thing. <laughs> Maybe I guess. <laughs> <Internet> <laughs> 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 what do you think I'm saying when I say internet? Do you think I'm saying you're just looking at something called the internet with no screen or well, laptop? No, it's like I had the internet. I had the internet when I lived in my house. Right, right, I had, right. But okay, I had a I TV it. in my home. 
I don't Fair. have a TV now and I didn't have a TV in college. I go to college, Same. I don't have a TV. No TV. So now all of a sudden to watch TV, I'm using my laptop. Mm -hmm. And then that's my that's the mode in which I watch TV. To then watch TV on a real TV all of a sudden feels luxurious, you know? It's like Yeah, and 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 slightly tedious. Mhm. Mm you know? Yeah. There's it's it's a very different thing. And so that that's a huge shift because now it's like we're in the Netflix, Hulu, HBO. It's just a whole Shoot, new gamut, right. gamut of things that happen. Yeah. And I have yet to go back to, I don't, we don't have a TV in our house. We watch, all of us watch a lot of TV. We don't need a TV. We don't have a TV. Oh, wow. wow. Slash, I'm glad our house doesn't have a TV. I think there are times where it might be nice but there is something nice about our like living room not having a TV in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that about Me our too. house. Um, so that's my journey. Uh, in conclusion on our journey, before we head to this next section, now I'm having a, a, a new thought. Okay. Um, uh, okay. And this, this journey was really far from comprehensive. And I held back on a few shows that I'm thinking about now that will, I guess, make their way in our tops. Oh, yeah. And, and, and when you were talking, many things came to mind. And I was like, not my turn. And we had my chance. So <laughs> we're just not going to be able to do it this time. But I was like, gosh, that brings up something. We could do this whole thing on journeys. Yeah. Okay. Television. The definition. Sometimes shortened to tele or tele is a telecommunication medium used by transmitting moving images in monochrome, black and white, or color, and in two or three dimensions in sound. The term can refer to a television set, a television show, or the medium of television transmission. Television is a mass medium for advertising, entertainment, news, and sports. All I'm saying is, like, when you start talking towards the end, what I'm thinking about is, like, do we even actually watch TV these days? What is a TV? Yeah. What, what are you doing when you watch a show on the internet? You're not watching TV. I mean. Are you? I think it's, yeah, I think, I think in the sense of like, it's like I could watch a movie or TV. Mm, what did you just say? I don't, I don't. I <laughs> what was that sentence? <laughs> what did you just say? Okay, you said you said I can watch a movie on a TV. No, I could watch a movie or TV. Like it's like if I'm watching, I don't. I I hear what you're saying. What I, am I saying? What are you hearing? I'm hearing you say like, <laughs> if you take the program out of the television set itself put it in, in the context of a television, and yeah, and put it in a computer. Is it television anymore? Yeah, if Is I'm watching Seinfeld wondering? on my computer, am I watching TV? I think you are. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think you are. We're not going to do it now, but I, I 100% disagree. Oh, my and goodness. And I would love to have a discussion about it. But no, we don't have time. We have cool. to be disciplined tonight. Okay, we're not going to do it? Okay. Well, we've set the table. People now know that we disagree on that. And this that is true. And, and people are already now weighing in and choosing sides. So <laughs> send us a DM or an email. Which side are you on? Is watching Seinfeld on your computer watching TV or not? Yeah, I think so it is. So your hot takes. Okay. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about reality TV. Okay. Let me set the tone for that. Uh, so, or scene. Um, me. Not in any way here for reality TV. I've, <laughs> I've dipped my toe. I've had, I've had, I've watched full seasons of many reality shows. I'm not, there's really very little that could ever happen now 
that would ever get me interested in a reality TV. If it's reality TV, I'm not watching. <laughs> so Mace and I are going to have a conversation about that. If it's reality TV, I'm probably le- probably watching. It's unique to us because of the disparity. Like you're so in and I'm so out. We thought in our show notes and on an episode about television, it'd be a fun little detour. Yep. Um, then my proposal is because of Ruvenation tonight, we X out methods of watching TV and go right to our top list. That sounds great to me. So the finale of this episode, everybody, is us sharing our favorite dramas and comedies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if top you're interested threes. in that, but it, I, I'm already, for some reason, feeling excited and nostalgic to just mention them. Just to name them. Give them yeah. some space. Yeah, give them some space to breathe, yep. to, to come back to life, for yes. us to consider them. Think through them. Yeah. So... Okay. One time somebody called this podcast uh, self-indulgent. Yeah, they're not it, wrong. It, we it say it. right. <laughs> it's exactly right. It's self-indulgent. You're watching two friends have some fun having a weird, silly conversation about television and computers. Maybe you're you know, watching we're not even it? talking about you're television watching anymore. It? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. When we come back. Okay, everybody, I welcome back. I feel like it's an extended journey in, the, in a really good way. Well, I think it would be interesting to hear. So welcome back. We're going to talk about reality TV. I think you should go all in for yourself, and then we might have a little discussion. Okay. Not, but it's not like a debate. I would want to hear why. I would want to hear what's happening for you that you don't love reality. Like, I'm wondering what's... Should we do that first? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm oh, curious. Hmm. Okay, so first of all, it's not a debate in in the sense that like I don't have any. I'm not trying to convince you. No, exactly, because it's yeah. like that's the thing. It's like we all have different tastes, and obviously this just isn't your taste. Right now, I have strong opinions. So okay, here we I, go. If you want to be offended, that's fine. That's fine. I'll I'll be offended if I want to. Reality TV is trash, so <laughs> I am aware of that. I I don't think it's trash. <laughs> so that's your opinion. Okay. <laughs> um. I I so, so I feel like. I don't know. I've never talked about this. Obviously, I guess this provides a space for us to talk about this sort of thing. I feel like I was slightly burned by reality TV. Okay. Like for me, I was in on the very early days. So again, for people that know are my age, it's like right freshly married. So now we're, I guess we're doing journey part two again. Like uh, when I was first married living in this apartment, it's really when reality TV Everybody can come at me and be like, real that's, world. That's not when reality. T- yeah, re- yeah, exactly. Real world is like the first. Yeah, but that's I not what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. I was into real world. I don't know if that term was being used at the time, but like the first big memory. And mm-hmm. again, we're not talking literal. Everybody, don't worry about the details. I'm sure there were some more significant. I mean, you can go back to the 40s and be like, this was the first reality television. I don't think show. people are fact checking no yeah. small thing. Oh, I know, I know, but like we are saying this is no small thing. So somebody wants to say like you got that wrong. Or yeah. Like, um, so that's that's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to say when it came into my consciousness, consciousness, mm-hmm. um, the Osbournes. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, it was a whole package. Like, so I first like my wife and I, Marissa, were like, wow, we're doing this novel thing, watching this show about the Osbournes. Mm. And we were really into it. We're like, we're going to watch the Osbournes tonight. And then in this apartment, I know we were watching all these shows. All of a sudden, the American Idol came on. Yeah. All of a sudden, Survivor came on mm -hmm. and we did it. You started to do it. Yeah. And I think what happened to me is I went too hard, too fast. Like I got, uh, I got very addicted, very interested. And it's almost the same way I feel about sports. Hmm. Like I had some early experiences of sports where I went all in and short circuited. I remember mm. I watched uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield fight on HBO and I was running around the house, like tearing out my hair. I was so stressed. And I was just like, I don't need this in my life. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. I was like, American Idol, Kelly Clarkson, is she going to win? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, ah. And I'm like. Were you having big feelings about Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I forget another guy's name. I forget. Justin? Something with the curly hair. Oh, um, Justin. Oh, don't. I know this person. He's going to be like, it was this person. But I like that we're creating that energy for people. Oh man, I forget and I feel like <laughs> so foolish. Yeah, and there was Clay, Clay Aiken. Aiken. And Clay no, Aiken. That, no, that was a different, season. different season. Yeah, and Ruben and yeah, Stutter yeah. and like, and, you know, oh, yeah. of course you got Simon. But I think I watched like three or four Jason seasons. Jason Castro. Yeah. And I think I just watched it and I was like, I'm not here. I can't do it. I can't. I feel, I'm honestly, as I'm talking, I feel the same way about reality TV that I feel about sports. Like, hmm. I can't keep up. Hmm. And it's too emotional. Yeah. Like maybe one one a year, one a year or maybe one every three years. I, I specifically may choose. I haven't done this, but I'm thinking like if I'm going to make space for reality TV, I'd have to be like, this is the one. It's yeah, it's because you go all in. I think so. I guess especially what I'm realizing, too, is like there's different types of reality shows. So I'm like, if it's a yeah. contest, then I'm really f losing my shit. I'm like. I'm too invested. I think that's the thing with sports. I'm too invested. I'm that's all in or I'm all out. I mean, there's no casual yeah. watching. And then yeah. other reality shows like the Osbournes or the Kardashians, I feel like I just started to be able to see past it. I was like, this isn't real. This is not reality TV. Yeah. This is yeah. staged. And these people are faking. And I'm just yeah. like, ugh. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that either. Yeah. No, those are those are very real thoughts. Those you want to share your thoughts? Those are my thoughts. Uh, no, Our journey? I mean, I think I think going off that I have I have lots I kinda of I kind of was looking forward to debating with you. <laughs> but I don't think we're doing that. Oh, I mean, I that's the thing. I, I don't I don't have anything to debate because I really do think <laughs> reality TV is complicated. Like, I love it, mm -hmm. but I I don't consider it great a lot of the time. But you're like, just like it's a, it's a it's an indulgence or some kind. Yeah, there, so I'm, I'm okay. I'll, I'll, I look at reality TV in like multiple ways because there's multiple kinds of reality TV out there. So there's the kind that is like your contest, Survivor, American <laughs> Idol, British Bake Off, Amazing Race, Fear Factor, all of these. I love these and I love them in the sense that they are competitions and like there's this fuel and you're rooting for people and it's so I, I get it all in and I'm fine with the all in. That's the thing. I think I'm like, I'm, I'm here for the all in aspect. I really like those shows. I've grown. I, I think I'm, I'm moving more away from reality TV as I get older, to be honest, reality TV does feel very rooted in like, there's a sense of, as I was saying, like the TV that we gathered the most around as a family was reality TV. So I think that there's, and it's like, 
the reality TV was probably the thing I bonded the most with friends with. Like I went to the American Idol concert. So there's these pieces. What? It's like essentially like they tour after oh. the after the season. Yeah, I guess now that you say it, I guess that's a thing. I never realized people went to that. Yeah. <laughs> you went. Who, oh, I who, went. Are the, who are the performers? Oh, I forget. I mean, I remember Jason Castro was there that year. I was really <laughs> there for Jason Castro. Um, it wasn't like a big season. and But my friend had tickets and I was like, of Here course. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because I'm like, I still really love certain reality TV shows. I've lately found some reality TV shows that I'm like, these are the ish when portrait. it comes to portrait artists of the year y you shared that with me and i'm in on that one so. everyone needs to go watch portrait of the year it's that's that's like a different level of reality tv that's so good and so that feels very actually real um <laughs> portrait artists of the year but like <laughs> there's certain reality tv shows that i think introduced me to certain arts like so you think you can dance honestly was my one of my favorite shows all through high school. Do you know so you think you can dance? Mm -mm. It's just a it's a dance contest. People come in. It's it's not like American Idol where the judges were mean. Like the energy was a lot friendlier and a mm. lot more supportive and like we're here to help you grow as dancers. No Simon Cow. No, which I liked. I appreciated that and it was amazing choreography and it's just amazing production. You just watch these dances. It was like I fell in love with dance from this show. Um You became a dancer. I didn't become a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's in the cards for me. Although I watch Stephanie post videos of her dancing. And if you're listening, Stephanie, like very inspired, like every single time. Very inspired. Um. Okay. So let's, let's see reality. Okay. So those, so we have that realm and I really like that realm. And there's a three piece in me probably that's like competition. I love that. I love the like oh, cutthroatness. Right. And there's, I mean, survivor, it's like, there's this piece of it being for the game. Something's in the game. So you get to do things that you wouldn't normally do in real life because it's for the game, which <laughs> I don't, that's, that's uh, a silly thing to say, but there's this. No, but we're doing all sorts of intersectional stuff there. Like, Enneagram and competition and fantasy and like, what the heck are you talking about there? I'm mostly thinking of survivor. I'm mostly thinking yeah. of survivor and what that show, I mean, survivor is complicated and has a very, that's another one I watched first season and I'm like done. done. Oh, done love it so much. I love it. But survivor is, I mean, it is like a very embedded in its very like, essence of the show has a lot of weird colonial crap oh. going with survivor oh, a twist um so that's i think as i don't come know what you mean by that but i think listeners that know and watch survivor probably do i mean just think of this idea of like going to a exotic island and taking these americans and dropping them off to survive in the woods and then they use all these tropes of the native indigenous people there and oh. it gets like commodified and commercialized and they have like like it's it's a very it's it's a very strange place that they're playing and appropriating mm. and it's it's a it's a very i think they're it's a complicated thing they're doing okay, okay. um but i am attached to survivor okay so i it's like my guilty pleasure to watch forever. Um, <laughs> no judgment. And there's this piece of it being like, they're real people. So you can imagine yourself. What would Jeez. you do in this situation? 
you know, and they're in this crazy game and it's like you get invested in the game and I'm like, what would I do in the game? Oh, you know, and yeah. it's you're 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 a part of it. And there's something where it's like. These are real people like <laughs> and I, I I'm drawn to that aspect. I think maybe that's my thing is like uh, I do think this is any grand thing. I've like, what would I do in that situation? I would call the boat and go home. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, they're not doing this. I'm not going to play this game. No, when I'm like. Outsmart, outplay, what is it? Outwit, outplay, outlast. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not out, out, I don't need to out anybody. I don't need to, I don't, I have very little competition inside. I me. have so much. If I were <laughs> to start, if I were to do Survivor, I would be, I would become a different person for those 30 days. I would days. love to see it. I would love to see it. And I would leak out another, like, <laughs> but I would also, like, there would be a certain part of me that comes out because it's the game, I think. Like, <laughs> man, just like some. Some zoom ins on your intense face <laughs> in the middle of like some sort of I don't even remember the names of this. What is it, like torch ceremony? Tribal council. Tribal council. See, but right there, like that's it. Tribal council. Like oh, tribal council. It's right, it's right, it's right. every aspect. Yeah. Once you see it, you can't it's unsee so funny it with they Survivor. Like just updated some of these phraseologies. I mean, the whole thing. It's since like honestly having a post colonial lens about. Probably two or three years ago watching Survivor. It's cringy. Yeah, maybe some people. It's, I guess. It's the whole, like, there's just so many elements of it. So, sorry, there's those reality TV shows, which I love. Okay. I love those. Okay. But competition. Then, competition. Yeah. But then you also have, and these are where it gets messy. Okay. And this is where my personality <laughs> mixes in with the messiness. It's these ones that are real people living their lives and their heavy quotes reality tv but we all know they're not actually reality tv like osborne's or like kardashian john and kate plus eight don't even know that but yeah you don't know john <laughs> and kate plus eight i feel like i'm having a memory of seeing them on the covers of magazines and it's, stuff, but i know nothing about it's, it this is a tlc show obviously it's exposed that i watched a lot of tlc in <laughs> middle school and high school but by yourself uh, no i watched on here plus day with my mom okay um that's fun it's they have it's twins and they had sex tuplets and it's this family but you watched i mean through this show we watched their family fall apart essentially mm. oh, yikes. so it's like very s sad but there is a we know I have this voyeuristic love being a fly mm. in the wall piece to myself mm. and these shows give me that I'm like let's see humans in a oh weird twisted thing and let's see them and watch and we get to observe and like nanny nanny McPhee or nanny 911 whatever love to watch it like oh footage of a real life family watching them <laughs> love to see it okay i ha i'm gonna post this meme so you guys can all know like what the heck were they talking about but like i just saw this today and i thought it was so good and it just reminded me of what you said let me just try to describe it. it's an uh, it's on enneagram nine memes <laughs> it's like this picture of this woman lurking listening to people and it says me staying away from the drama but close enough to get all the tea yes so that's <laughs> the picture yes i feel like that's you <laughs> It is. <laughs> it is. So I am super drawn to those kinds of reality TV shows. I love them. Like Dance Moms. Oh, my 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 wife and daughter are super into Dance Moms and I come up and I'm like, 
what are you guys watching? I'm, I try yeah. to stand around and watch like five minutes of it. I'm like, how is this grabbing your attention? I know it's ridiculous, but I, you get wrapped Who's in. Who's the girl that came out big from that? Oh, uh, oh, why Maddie? Maddie? Maddie. Yes. And she's in all the Sia videos and she's yeah. an amazing dancer. So I think she's so special. So if there's an episode where she's highly being featured, I kind of linger around. I'm like, man, yeah, dang, she's talented. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she stands out of, out of all these standouts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Side note on dance moms. <laughs> but, but, but you're watching this and being like, how does this even exist? How is this, how is this woman who's in charge of this whole thing? Not some, hasn't been like sent to prison or something. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy <laughs> it's like, down. And she can, she can do this and, and, and have her and see herself on TV and keep acting like this. Yeah. It's, like, it's mind blowing. It is. No, it is really mind blowing. And it's like, there's the reality TV hits a different realm. And this is where I'm like, I, I have to, I pick the reality shows at this point. There's certain ones I like a lot more than others. Like I don't watch the bachelor mm -hmm. to me. The bachelor is pretty trashy as a reality show. There's so much filler. You're not getting very much like survivor. You're getting a lot. You're getting content with survivor. Okay. Um, that's my <laughs> thoughts. I want to watch a season of survivor, the next season of survivor and have you watch it too okay that, that would be a fun little project and then we could do an episode and we it. could yeah we could do an episode on it we could enneagram Bonus the episodes. people like we could really get it going um Ooh, that's not a bad idea i know and, oh i mean it would go against all your ethics but i would be like typing from afar uh, i my ethics are <laughs> my ethics are open <laughs> and i'm i'm opening my hands that's all i will say <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay um okay we, i feel like i had another thought oh okay this is a thought on reality tv that's my latest favorite oh reality boy. tv which isn't reality tv okay. scott knows this i recently in part of my grad school program have gotten access to some online videos okay yes you're you're taking this in a in an interesting little twist which i think is good which so it's like a personal life update almost uh, right so here's the deal like i think it's interesting there's certain reality tv shows that i probably gravitated towards i don't know but i do think the reason i'm so into them it is i'm like fascinated by humans mm -hmm. like let's see mm -hmm. these humans mm -hmm. recently <laughs> in grad school part of my studies is we're learning about all these different kinds of theories and i'm training to be a therapist essentially so we have this catalog that is all of these videos of therapy videos and it's sessions and it's different theories being practiced and it's different people. And it's amazing. It's like we got, we were told to watch this one video in our first class. And then I was like, wait, I think we have access to all of these. Mm. And it was like, I mean, I think I joking was like no TV now. Like this is, what I will be watching. It's all 24 seven uh, therapy videos now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have time for that thing. And I mean, it's, therapy videos. it's, I mean, it's not all the time, but it's often. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's, I'm using, I mean, I definitely am thinking actually of what I could use from watching these therapy videos. Like they are educational, but they are also. I don't know if entertaining is the right word, but they are a hundred percent. They're everything. They're, I mean, they're well, but this, well, this is what you're saying. They're they're they are in their best in in the in as much as they can because mm -hmm. everything is like okay. There's a camera in the room, so automatically we're all a little bit. 
I mean, we haven't even mentioned Big Brother. Right. But but like I oh, watch Big one Brother. season of that. But but um it is it does seem more like reality. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and in that sense it's like it's the true fly on the wall. Yeah. yeah. It's the true fly on the wall. Which to me that is this is what my favorite sh- this is a show I would watch. T V people don't see in a public space. Yeah. No you, true. You yeah, put absolutely. you put like a uh, something random, a provocation in the middle and we wa- we get to watch for <laughs> we get to watch the best scenes of a four hour thing. <laughs> What people do in response. Oh, that's so good. that's it's the like reality TV where, I want. Where do the ethics blur? Like, how <laughs> can we actually set that up? But also it's unethical. Like, right. I mean, it's the thing of like, if you get like a test subject or somebody to say they're going to participate in this. That's why I'm always so surprised when somebody says they're going to participate in an experiment. Yeah. And there's always, obviously, the whole setup for an experiment is that there's a twist. It's never the thing that they tell you that it is. Yeah. But people buy into what the, they say it is and it's like it wasn't actually that it was this uh but that's i that's i guess that's in terms of what we're ethically allowed to observe is something somebody signs up to allow themselves to be observed right no <laughs> i know so it's like, like we we can't really get that but wouldn't that be great this this sounds terrible but the best obviously would just be to put a hidden camera in somebody's house and watch well and then i'm like why i'm like why is it this is this thoughts going to my brain why is it that i might enjoy that more than being there and actually watching it in person but like <laughs> oh, in reality getting, this is getting that's in, true isn't that <laughs> no, of course <laughs> No, of course. I mean, everybody, I want everybody to know we're not actually going to do any of these things. But like also, I just maybe that's my beef with reality TV. <laughs> you know, it's like almost sometimes what we've said about the podcast, and it's some, something we've said about our show. No small thing. You know, it's like they're longer episodes. You're getting a little bit less f- energy around like quick cuts and getting to the point and a lot of editing. It's like you're hitting the casual conversation. I think we're hitting on something right now, which is like if it is reality, I'll watch for five hours. Right. I'll watch somebody milling about their house and making dinner and talking to their spouse and just having, I'm like, whoa, you know, what is this? Right. You know, I don't care right. what's happening. Make dinner. You know, like, let's see, let's see a reality. <laughs> like I want a reality show that is just legit reality. A yeah, day but in that's the like, life. That's, that's that's the creepiest thing. Is like for it to be the most reality, people would have to know they're not being watched. Uh, yeah. Like the moment so you put the camera and you tell them they're being watched, they're gonna alter their all, behavior. Yeah. A bit. No, it's true. <laughs> Dang. It's it's like it's really, an impossible thing. It's like that superhero or this like is, special power. It's like I I have all often said I would like to be invisible. I I literally always <laughs> say I wish I could be small so I could be a fly on a wall. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to be invisible because of like a five thing. It's kind of like what you're saying of like, I just don't want to be noticed. It would just really be fun to go in rooms and watch people. That's literally, that's literally why. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> this took a turn. What are, we, what are we even saying? Wow. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to do it. Nobody sue us. Don't get worried. We're not going to do it. No. <laughs> but the desire is there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would if we could. <laughs> in an alternate universe. In an alternate universe. Maybe in the multiverse. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think that's good on reality TV. That's good. We did it. I mean, we have a rumination put a, coming. Put a bookmark in that because we'll come back. We'll do a yeah. whole episode. I'm glad we chose show. to do Me it too. as a segment. That was fun. When we come back, we're gonna get a rumination. I'm gonna put. T- I'm gonna put my my headphones down. I'm gonna let Reuven use this mic. Okay, great. I think that'll be fun for him. Okay. And then everybody, when we come back, we're gonna this. The, you know what? If you think about yoga, mm-hmm. first segment was the warm up. Mm-hmm. This was the heat. Mm-hmm. We got. We're in the center of the episode. Reuven is gonna be starting the wind down 
Yep. And when we share our favorites, we're in the wind down, stretching. Wind down. It's true. I feel like it's going to be a little, I mean, that's the juicy part too, though. It's a juicy wind down. Mm. What a what a description! All I right. like that. Oh, that sounds like a good name for a podcast. The juicy the wine. The juicy wine. <laughs> that would be. I bet that is a good one. Okay, when we come back, everybody, you're gonna get a ruination. He really spent some time on this one. He's really <laughs> excited. <laughs> this 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 painting uh of uh vladimir lenin's wife and nadeshda krupskaya and you know like um you know in a in a romantic embrace with with a soldier right it's a painting and the title of the painting lenin is lenin in, in warsaw and someone you know comes up to the painting asks like one of the uh like gallery staff members like why does it does it say Lenin in Warsaw? Where is Lenin here? And he says, "Well, Lenin is in Warsaw." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, uh, and this is, I think, a crucial point that I want to make, especially with with regard to television, is that um, there is some nostalgia in this joke, and that is that there is something external to the image. In this case, it's the caption. Right, and that this caption exists on a level that is not on the same on the same level as th- as the image, but it's something that, for lack of a better word, can penetrate into 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 the the image, right? And and the pro- the the thing that people always talk about about television is that always like the fantasy of, of like this kind of media, right, is always towards the disappearance of the frame. Right, so that there is nothing that penetrates the image; it mm-hmm. is something that is self-referential. Right, that that is always that's that's kind of like the and but and that is both a fear that's both like anxiety and nostalgia because it's nostalgia towards the logic of this joke, right? But it's also a some kind of anxiety around the self-referentiality of television, right? And that's why kind of uh, even someone that is like. You know David Foster Wallace, right? I re- remember that he has that. Fi- is that the same essay? Because he has an essay with David Lynch, but you know that's the essay. There's also an essay where he's kind of like, uh, kind of like being very, you know, he's a postmodernist, but I think he's a, s- a simple humanist at heart. At the end, the day because his the anxiety for him is he's kind of like this doing this expose where like you know if you look at television, right? It's it's all about references to each other. Right, like this show references another show. This show references another show, and of course, uh, you have like that. Um, <laughs> you have like something like Community being sort of like the, the, the like the, yeah. 
like yeah it's yeah. like the meta right that's like almost like the the show about shows sh- a show about shows right so that that's almost kind of like the but although I, it's interesting because it, i feel like the fear is from the beginning that is the fear from the beginning it's not like oh television is like degenerating <laughs> into some kind of like a worse version of itself because you know like that's like david foster wallace is not like previous to community like it's it's kind of like within the same you know pretty they're pretty contemporaneous um although i mean he might be dead already by the time community came on um but the but what is interesting is that it is always this 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 anxiety right that 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 there is something in the in the in the in the tech in the technology that is not cultural but also not human right and of course this in you know this idea that that something about tech technique about technicity right is opposed to what is essentially human and this is something that goes you know as far back as like the plato's metaphysics right um, <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> and, and and in a way you know that comes again with like adorno because like adorno would say like oh like there is this thing of like high culture that mass culture is kind of like always against and you know i think in a certain way all cultural criticism that we have now whether it be on television is always a response to adorno and horkheimer in their book dialectics of enlightenment right but i think i I just want to pause and say i wish people listening could see ruben's hand gestures and body language (laughs) as he is going off right now (laughs) but the thing is that i i don't think this approach is satisfactory because it always is it's always this this game, th- it's this all this the same game of like humanism versus te- technology, right? And that culture is sor- sort of like the balm that kind of it's like you know it's that's the good technique, right? And here's where I will turn to you know Walter Benjamin's very famous essay, the work of art in the age of mechanical re- reproduction. Some other translations has it not mechanical reproduction but technological reproducibility, and I think. <laughs> There's this version that it does not circulate as much. It's the second version, and it has a nice footnote. I bet nobody knows this reference. (laughs) (laughs) But but if someone does, they're like, yes. And, and, uh, you know, this is the one that doesn't get read as much. Uh, And it is, he has a very interesting way of approaching, um, approaching something like television that is not, like, technophobic. Right, uh, and and he's basically talking about how uh, he's kind of like talking about like the or- origins of like acting, right? And how how for him, why people why people are drawn to film, right, is not for simple es- escapism, right? It is not to enter into a world that references itself so that it becomes kind of like this perfect. You know, if we want to use a maternal imagery, a womb kind of like of mm. interreferentiality, right? That that's what's what's both dangerous and comforting about it. No, no, Benjamin is saying that the why pe- why people are so attracted to film is that because acting represents an actor's mastery of the technolo- technology of recording. Whoa. So that acting is not about escapism. It's not about like this mimetic idea of like, you know, you present something that cannot be, that will be confused and mistaken for reality, but that acting is actually a kind of, it is kind of like that, that when someone acts, someone is actually 
fighting with the technology, with with like the camera, right? Mm. And I feel like you know the next time you go on a Zoom call, you you think of yourself if this is not you fighting or like kind of like confronting a technology hmm. that in a way the, the this this tech technology in front of you uh, elicits a kind of performance yeah. right so that 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 you so that this is what's interesting is that he's and for that for <laughs> that for benjamin like this kind of like presence before technology is not s- about simple reproduction it is actually about speciation right so that what is what what so that uh, and I think this language of of speciation is very important because then you know he says like in front of the radio, what what is produced is the the star, the dictator, the ah. so that it is it is this that technology is about this proliferation of of figures, right? And it's it's not about <laughs> <laughs> Scott's losing his brain. <laughs> <laughs> so that I think that this is a better reading of 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 something like television because i i think <laughs> it is it 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 doesn't endlessly rehearse this binary between human and tech technic right and this is a binary that's been disturbed for centuries right but that there is something about um about uh about technology that is that is not just simply a disturbance of a former state but it is actually some kind of some kind of engagement that changes the the, the term of 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 l- the, the terms itself hmm. right and this is where he would uh for benjamin something like play hmm. would, would would he w- he would use the language of play but i think that's enough for now <laughs> yes this was a true rubination we were gonna call them ruben rants at one point and this was just a good yes yes i came th- came came up came up with this while i was taking a dump yes <laughs> this is where all great ideas come thank you ruben i love you dearly we will come back with scott and i's top tv shows four and three and two and one, one. <laughs> Everybody, in the early days of the podcast, which is like two and a half years ago now, isn't it? Um, we had this idea that there would be a segment called Ruvenations. Last week, if you were listening, you heard something called All Big Things. From All Big Things Pat. with Pat. And now we have, Ru- we, we've always had Ruvenations. And I think the vision for it was that you, the listeners, would experience what it's like to hang out with Reuven. And it turned into poetry for a while, which is also what it's like to hang out with Exactly. <laughs> but... We wanted that. Whatever you just got, like, it, it's tough because I think whatever type of listener you are, whatever type of education you have, I, I will say for myself, I'm tracking with 55%. 40 was me that tonight. 40. Yeah. So that's like, but we just get to sit here and listen. And, and we love it. And we learn a little bit every time. And we get nudged along the way. Exactly. I'm just like, gosh, Nudged this along is the so way. good. I was listening like, this is really good. 
so now it's kind of come to the like the awards ceremony of this episode, <gasps> <laughs> which yes. is so subjective. Yes, you know. Yes, <laughs> we've decided the categories for tonight. Welcome, comedy and drama. Our top three comedies and top three dramas. Mm. Oh, you know what? I did top fives. Sorry, Scott. So, so I guess I have a lot of. Uh, sorry, I don't oh. know why I did that. It just happened. Uh, you are the one who came up with this. I guess my 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 fives uh, you and were fours writing, will be honorable mentions. You were writing so much, and I was like, "What is he?" I have writing? a lot of honorable mentions. Too. I know, so I'm like, Sheesh. "What?" Jeez. Okay, so I have. Are we going to do threes. a back and forth situation? Um, I don't know. I think we can do. No, I think we do like top three comedies and then top three. We each and give. I share mine and you share yours? Yes. I, okay, so it's yes. not like I share my third comedy and you share your third comedy. It's like I kind of get my comedy Yes, turn. exactly. Okay. okay, who wants to go first? Doesn't matter to me. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Just immediately. Can I make any guesses? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, You're going to guess some right ones for sure. Comedies? Yeah. I mean, my guesses, okay, I'll... I'm not going to guess orders, but I'm just going to put these. These are my guesses that I think will make the yeah. pool. I think Curb Your Enthusiasm will make your, the pool. I think uh, What's It Called will make the pool. Oh, yeah. What's Seinfeld. It Called? Love What's It Seinfeld Called. Seinfeld will make the pool. Part of me wonders if Louie, is that what it's called, will oh, make the pool. I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing it down. I have feelings about it. I have feelings about it. I know. Dang. Um, oh, a heavy heart. Okay. A heavy, heavy heart. Um, those are... Those so Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm are the two that I'm like those are on there in my opinion. I feel sad because I honestly don't have guesses, very good guesses for either of your categories. Great, I, like. I yeah. love that. <laughs> You're I, mysterious. I, I honestly found it hard to do. <laughs> I don't know what ca- comedies you like, honestly. Um, which I know you are a big laugher, which is a funny thing to say. Is like all are he all are all humans laughers? Yes, but I do know you love to laugh. I'm a big laugher. Yeah, you're a big laugher. Thanks. <laughs> what a funny <laughs> sentence. Um, okay, uh, I guess I have a top five here, and I'll sp- I guess I'll spend more time on the top three, but I, I put um, number five, Broad City. Oh, it's baby. It's a big one. I mean, that is a- I laugh a lot. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so funny. I think one that really needs worth mentioning with my number four would be 30 Rock. Oh. And here comes the top three. So okay. everybody, I, I, I do want to say about my taste. I'm not. I'm not... I'm not making any sort of, I, I don't have any illusions that I'm sort of unique here. I'm very basic in my TV choices. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Yeah. I have some novel TV proclivities, but uh, that, that doesn't mean when no it comes to my No one is judging tops. you for your basic TV yeah. choices. <laughs> yeah. So number th- Number three is Arrested Development. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He just, it's I'm, just so. I'm, I'm fi- I've watched it, but like. Only I briefly watched it and only watched like half the episodes and I'm just now rewatching it and truly watching it and very much enjoying it. It's like a committee of the wittiest people. It's almost too much. It I mean, is that's almost why it's like doesn't much. make number one for me. It's because it's sometimes too smart for its own good. I can't I laugh a ton. It's so good. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like Everything is so smart and so witty yeah. and so meta. <laughs> You're writing something down. One just came in my brain. So sometimes I, I sometimes I feel a little tired after watching some Arrested Development. And obviously they didn't heavy quotes land the plane very well. Like Arrested Development is still Yeah. And it's no secret for this show if you listen that I'm friends with Tony Hale, which adds a, a, a funny little that adds meta a little twist bit. to this whole thing. It's, it's like Tony. 
Yeah, so like it's Buster. It's still coming out. Like Arrested Development still is theoretically in production. Really? Like, well, they 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 came out with a new season, and they're they're all like, we could potentially make another one someday, ten years from now, two years from now. We never know. It's never like that's the finale. It's mm-hmm. always like maybe again. We'll see. Uh, so Arrested Development is a very strange show in that way. Um, curb your enthusiasm number two. I was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I maybe I just make this abundantly clear to you. Um, everybody, if you don't know Curb Your Enthusiasm, check it out. Obviously, Larry David, who is this? It's pretty of funny. Seinfeld, and it's meta and weird and crazy. But like, honestly, I'll just say this. I'll put them together. Seinfeld's my number one. I'm like yeah. ride or die ultimate. It made it made a huge impact on my life because of the formative years I watched Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to make an argument out here that it's the greatest comedy of all time, although people would argue that for sure. But I watched it in formative years. It it was it was something I I fanned out on just like you'd fan out on anything. Yeah, I was yeah. a huge. You had pies. Uh, yeah, yeah, you had pies on Seinfeld night. And honestly, I think a lot of my personality is is based on science i can that <laughs> i think there's truth to that <laughs> now like I the s- whole show the yeah. idea of the show about nothing everything. yeah and, and ma- it's a no small thing vibe honestly seinfeld's a no small thing there vibe. are moments of it where it's like we could take i mean we t- we joke about this like a a seinfeld or a curb your th- enthusiasm thing like we could take anything and be like Whoops. what was this situation what was it recently that we were <laughs> laughing about it was oh. like a curb moment. Yeah. We were like, this is a curb moment. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was. Shoot. We'll remember it later. Yeah. It, it was very true. But. Um, oh, it was the apple pie. Oh, gosh. It was. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Should I explain that just for fun just really quick? briefly. I'll try to explain this to everybody. We're recording our podcast. In my house. So, everybody, in this house, there are one, two, three, four people yep. that live here and they're all separate, unique people. Nobody's dating or married. They're individuated. They're living their own lives and creating a lot of appropriate, good boundaries for each other. So they're invested in each other's lives. There's a lot of coming together and having conversations, but everybody gives a lot of each other's a lot of space, a lot of autonomy, a lot of autonomy. So two weeks ago, I think it was last week. It might've been <laughs> last week. Ago. Yeah. So Madeline, who's part of the house made a glorious, big like apple crisp in a big tray you know and and you can smell it around the house and it's fall and i just remember going to the kitchen and i saw it i mean this is really a curb your enthusiasm i I guess let's just indulge in this for a second because it really is a curb in honor of curb your enthusiasm (laughs) i go in there and i have like my heart (laughs) swells and i have like like nostalgia and like it's mid-episode and i'm kind of like wow i was like so, th- so they kind of made it and it's hot and they took it out and left it. And I think they went on a walk. Yeah. So now it's just in the house smelling good. Yeah. So I come out and I go to Mace. I'm like, wow, there's a big apple crisp in there. Like what, what's the, what's the, what's the understanding in the house when something like that is made? It, can I just have some? And Mace is like, no, no, you can't just have some. I don't know. I don't know what Madeline's doing that with that. I don't know what the plans. I'm like, that makes sense. I'm like, okay. And, and so like, then we get really focused on the recording. Right. So now both of us, it's out of mind. We forget about apple pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evening takes a different route. But I'm sitting there <laughs> and as we're recording, Matthew, not Madeline, <laughs> who's a housemate. I didn't realize that that had happened. <laughs> comes out with a huge <laughs> helping of the apple crisp. And I'm like, I've already asked 
<laughs> so I don't want to ask again because I feel like that's a bad look. So I'm hoping somebody notices. To me, what's happened now is that <laughs> it's obvious that the apple crisp is now open to the yeah, house. Like it is, Matthew's it is. eating it. So I'm so well, I'm hoping Matthew will look over at us and go, oh, by the way, apple crisp. And you go, oh, let's both get some. Or like Matt, Madeline will come out and be like, hey, apple crisp for everybody. You know, and I'm kind of sitting there and be like, when is that time going to mm, come? I don't want to ask again. You know, <laughs> and so I I left that night being like, I never got it. I did not get any apple crisp that night. And no joke, I dreamt about it <laughs> all night. <laughs> I dreamt about that apple crisp. And then uh, some, I think I texted you the next day that I dreamt about it. And this is, if everybody knows, like the iconic Kirby Enthusiasm music. Mm-hmm. It's like when Larry has been screwed over 10 times on the show and it's finally just come to a head and it's just like, utter nonsense and how could this happen and so like yeah uh i said the next morning i dreamed about that apple pie mace goes oh shoot mid recording i just realized madeline offered it to us and i never told you (laughs) and that's like you know the curvy enthusiast terrible (laughs) yep i can hear it i can hear it (laughs) and it just zooms in on my face and i'm like damn it (laughs) Wish I would have got some. I didn't before. notice. It was after you. I will. I will say it was after that you left the house that I saw the text message from Madeline, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, Scott could have had that pie. <laughs> you really Dang. wanted it." I remember in that it's moment so being trivial. like, "I was like, Scott really wants this pie," <laughs> I and I was like, "I." really i'm really like i'm gonna say no until it's offered you know like <laughs> oh. oh man yep so there's your top three comedies yeah seinfeld's very very i, I watch it now and i feel like i have a I, i've been watching it with my daughter lately and i guess here's no small thing yeah like we watched an episode the other day from season three where the whole episode is them navigating and again it was funny to watch as like a time capsule because there's no cell phones yeah so they're in a parking garage the whole episode, the whole episode's a parking garage. They can't find their car and they keep getting separated from each other. So now they can't find each other. There's no texting. And yeah. like 10 minutes in here, he goes, is this whole episode going to be in the parking garage? Like, and oh, that's why yeah. I feel like the no small thing vibes is like, we're going to take this situation and turn it into a big, the whole thing. thing. Exactly. Show you how significant this parking garage situation is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love that Seinfeld and comedy. It, it makes, it's nostalgic for me too. It makes me think my dad. Yeah. All right. Yes. There's my comedies, everybody. Okay. Okay. That was great. Subjective. I'm also feeling great that I guessed them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I would guess Broad City for you. Anything so else? You can, uh, comedies. We're not doing reality show. <sighs> Man, I don't know about you in comedies. Maybe I guess Parks and Rec, but I, but I, yeah, I could get totally shot down for that. Um. <laughs> okay, should I tell you? Yeah, I just go for it. Okay, okay, okay. I have okay, I have my top 3 and then I have 3 I'm I'm adjusting this even as I look at it right now. Oh. My top 3 and my 3 No, no, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and three honorable mentions. I couldn't think of the word. Okay. Okay. So I will say my honorable mentions are Big Mouth. Ah, I love Big Mouth. Good. It's so funny to me. Uh, Veep. Yeah, should be worth mention. It's worth mentioning. Um, yeah, absolutely, Veep. And wait, there. What is this one that was in my brain? And it's another not. Tony show. It is another Tony show. What the? F- 
why it was in my brain and now it's gone. This is why I write things down. It'll come back. Okay. So then I'll give you my top three. Yeah. My top three are. I want to say a quick side note. About oh, okay. Leap. It is. Okay. My other, my other one is Master of None. That was oh, my other honorable so mention. Good. That was my other honorable mention. Also. So good. Oh. I know. I know. But um, <laughs> Also. <laughs> Veep is a very interesting sidebar conversation because sometimes especially in the era of trump it felt stressful yo oh, for sure and i'm like it was funny at it first. was funny <laughs> i honestly think it was funny the first few seasons but towards the end it's like and then it gets really i mean you never thought a really crazy person mean. could run the country and right like, and I, then you're like i guess she uh, could run the country I guess and then i happened. guess this is what's happening <laughs> yeah yikes okay. yikes yikes you poo okay um <laughs> Okay, okay, so now I'm in my top three. I don't know how I feel about this third one. I think it's my three. I don't know. It's The timing is interesting, but it's community. Mm-hmm. I really, really like community. I think love it's it. so funny. I think love it's it. really smart. I love all the characters. Like, I really like community. And I think community was something that was good in the midst of COVID, and so I'm, like, nostalgic for that in, the, in that sense. I've got nothing bad to say about community. Love community. And side note, I worked out in the same gym as Abed for about a year. I know. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Troy and Abed especially, I'm, like, amazing. Okay, and then you guessed it. Parks and Rec and Bam. Broad wow, City. Wow, I did it. You that guessed makes me it. Feel like I know you. I That's know that sweet. was really was good. That was straws, really good. No, I I mean I love Parks and Rec. It's a feel good comedy to me. Leslie Nope is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Oh my gosh, why can't I remember her name? Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we all know who you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, that's yeah. her name. I, we kept thinking Aubrey, but yeah. what's her name in the show? April. 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 I mean, that show is like, okay, we have Parks and Rec and we have The Office. Like, mm-hmm. you think of those two, mm-hmm. I feel like, together. The Office, I've literally never been able to get past season one. Like, mm. I don't know what it is, but it's not funny to me. And Parks and Rec is so funny to me. Yeah, The Office was a moment in time which I find it interesting that people are coming back to it because I felt like it was just so novel. And yeah. obviously, everybody, we have to acknowledge that it was based on something created by Ricky Gervais. So, like, the original Office is like this British show. And yeah. I, I, had, I, I was such a fan when it first came out, but I have no desire to go back and watch The Office. I'm like, that was no. a moment in time. Yeah. I, I prefer Parks and Rec. For sure. Parks and Rec is kind of like, so I think this is another thing that's like what we're looking for in TV. There's different needs being met in TV. And Parks and Rec is truly like wholesome, good, funny, also smart. Like it's just a lot of pieces that are hitting the notes where I'm like, this always feels good watching it. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that. Like Veep, like you're saying, it's not necessarily always feeling great watching Mm -hmm. it. Um, And like Curb Your Enthusiasm it's I like it. I can really appreciate it, but I'm not like I don't know. I I actually I do like Curb. I relate to Larry David. Yeah, Curb is so, pretty funny. Yeah. Curb would be in my running too. Yeah, we should um, watch some more of that together. I'm like maybe we should watch a Curb episode after this. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um. Okay. And uh, Broad City, of course. I mean, I think I talk about Broad City on the show all the time. It's just it's such a combination of like ridiculousness silliness crazy characters 
funny, so relevant, just like all the things like it's nailing. I feel like in a way I feel so like understood. It's nailing a certain generation, a certain like group at Broad City. It's just the best. Yeah, it's really relevant. It's pushing the needle forward. It's uh, empowering. So it's a comedy, I guess, where it's like you could say these progressive comedies somehow they managed to balance feeling really relevant and filled with like a passionate sense of justice, but yeah. it never feels heavy handed. No, no, you not know? at all. You're always laughing. You're always laughing. It's always like her. It's always like making fun of themselves yeah. in the midst of it. Yeah. It's also very human. It's like, no, yeah, they're both geniuses. there's no, it, it's, it is genius, yeah. which is interesting. Cause it, what's her name? Oh, why don't I know people's names? The main person of Leslie Nope. What's the actress's name or the comedian's name? (laughs) Now you're exposing me because I should know. Uh, I do know. And right now I'm not. Okay, that's fine. Never mind. We're not the podcast. Nope, we are not not the podcast. So those are my comedies. Okay. (laughs) Forget that. Okay, (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Um, Okay, can I guess your dramas now? I love the guessing aspect of this. Let me just say honorable mentions. Oh, oh, okay, yes. I'm not going to talk about them. For me personally, cheers. Cosby okay. Show. Okay. Frasier. Okay. I have big nostalgia about Frasier. Um, Scrubs. Huge nostalgia. Okay. Scrubs. We basically binged when our first son was born in the hospital. We just sat and watched Scrubs the whole time. So that's huge. I said Parks and Rec. Honorable mention Office. Uh, I just wrote Louie down. Made me really sad because who who the heck knows what's going on with Louis C.K. But honestly, his show was genius. It was genius. And I was a huge Lucy K fan, so that makes me sad. Side note: I, 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 I knew I was like, this is, I, I know this is a show up there for Scott. <sighs> That's nice that you knew that. Now here comes a, a recommendation. Okay. On show, if you've made it this far, um, a, sh- a show that does not disappoint, underneath the radar, it doesn't exist anymore, but you can go out there and find it. Find it, and I saw these guys live in California. By <gasps> the Concords. No, but that's great too. <laughs> Worth an honorable mention. This this is called the Birthday Boys. Hmm. The show, there's no bad show. Everyone, I found myself laughing with tears in my eyes. It's just preposterous. <laughs> I'm 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 blown away that these guys didn't like explode. Maybe it's just like there's too many of them. There's like twelve of them. It's like a comedy troupe hmm. of friends. Hmm. But their show was gold. So it's worth a mention. Birthday. All right, birthday. can we watch it on YouTube? Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. I don't know. Where do you watch it? <laughs> AMC, I think. Okay. Or Comedy Central, who knows, but let's get into the dramas. Okay, okay, I got my guesses. Okay. I got my guesses. I don't <laughs> know. If, easy, I think. I don't know if this counts as a drama. Is Twin Peaks a drama? I think so, but Okay. I'm putting okay. it on my guesser. Okay. I'm putting that out there out there. I'm also going to put Breaking Bad. I'm also going to put The Wire. And if we're doing honorable mentions, I'm going to say Better Call Saul. Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. You know, you really hit the nail on the head. And I and I had I had, I had two. At the end, I want a finale. I had a plan to have a twist. Okay. So Twin Peaks is going to come to my twist. Okay. Because it's the return? Mm, all Twin Peaks. Okay. So here's my five, which I guess I cheated. Um, number five for me is Better Call Saul. So you... New. Yes. And and I want to say this about my television watching, everybody. In my early years, at, when I was Macy's age, I considered myself a pop culture maven. Ooh. Like, I consider myself somebody that, like, took pop culture very seriously. I watched 
whatever, whenever I could. I knew music, I knew movies, I knew TV. I think that was what I was known for in my friend groups. I've, I've really given up. I can't keep up. Yeah. I don't know the best drama currently. I don't yeah. watch most things now. Yeah. I read a lot. I research for our podcast sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I'm just not, I, I guess I've, 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 I'm less manic about it. Hmm. I'm like maybe I'll get to that eventually. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Like you have it in you in the sense that like you are up to date on things in general. I mean, you check like music reviews and I, I know do about feel things. you know about things for sure. I still pride myself on being up on music, but I feel like I've given up on TV and movies. Okay. Um, number four for me is Downton Abbey. Love, oh, love, love Downton Abbey. I've watched it all the way through three times. Now. Wow. I've never seen it. It's just, it's such an indulgence. It just feels so peaceful. It's hmm. funny. It's interesting. It's probably all sorts of problematic in terms of the people you're watching, but it's just like, just nice. It's just a nice show. And there's obviously like drama in it too, but okay. So number three is something I am recommending and it's something I want people to watch and I it's it's almost life-changing for me and it's not something I feel like you and I talk about very often but um there was like sort of a renaissance season in my life where I was getting the HBO shows so it was like Sopranos Mm -hmm. like I said Sex in the City there were a lot of like um what's that one that was set in the prison I forget everybody knows what I'm talking about but um Deadwood oh just a stunning show. Hmm. I would I would say if anybody wanted to say it's the best drama of all time ever created, I would say fair. fair. Wow. Wow. It, Bold words. The writing, the the, the What's word. it about? It's like this 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 emerging town in like sort of like what 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 one would perceive to be maybe the north North Dakota or something. Like hmm. I could be wrong, but like People are like, oh, you call yourself a Deadwood fan. I'm like, I haven't seen Deadwood in a long time. But it's a Western. Yeah, but it sticks with you. Yeah. Yeah. And what what's so interesting in terms of like what you notice about humanity and society, it's like it's like an um, it's like an emerging town with no law. Hmm. So there is tradition and expectation and sort of a, a general sense of agreement on what stands as law, but hmm. it's a whole town figuring out how do we live together. Hmm. Hmm. And it's very violent and very bloody and very grotesque mm. and very like there's a f- huge fight scene that's just very intimate and probably lasts for like 20 minutes where some where it sort of culminates in one of the guys like slowly, methodically and violently reaching up and ripping out one of the guy's eyeballs out of his eye. And Ugh. they just show that whole thing and they show the Ugh. pain of it and the screaming and oh. there's mud and blood oh. and. Um, there's like Shakespearean monologues and it, it's just like, you're just immersed in this world. You're so wrapped up in it. And I just want to say for the sake of dead, Maybe I'll watch it. Oh, it's only three seasons. And then the, the, the gift for anybody it's, it was, it, it, it ended and it ended it, good. No, no, it ended terribly. Like oh. the, 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 just, the show just got cut for, <sighs> for all sorts of different reasons. So they never got to have their finale. It never wrapped and everybody thought they were going to make a movie 10 years. It waited. And just last year, they came out with like a final two-hour final like HBO. Was movie. it good? It was amazing. It oh, was good. Anything anybody ever wanted for closure on that show, I was like almost crying the whole thing. Oh, that's good. So good. That's so good. Massive Deadwood fan. Okay, this these last two won't surprise you, but number two for me is The Wire. Uh, we maybe we'll do a whole episode on that someday. We sh- we I think we will. We Mason should. Are huge fans of The Wire. 
now. Now you've watched The Wire. I, and you plan now. on watching it again. I do. We got to get Jack in. <laughs> yeah. That's my son, everybody. And number one is Breaking Bad, which is a very basic opinion, but um, I just have to be honest with myself. Again, that's another one I've watched twice all the way through because I watched it on my own, then I watched it with my wife. Mm-hmm. And I think what I want to say about Breaking Bad is it has all of the makings of a great drama. And from my perspective, and people can definitely come out and argue with me on this. I'm just saying my experience, what I've been, it, 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 it was the best executed. It seems like it was it, like compared to the wire. I think it's like the, the concept of the wire and the way it plays out. It's like, I feel like in retrospect, there are f- some, a few little flaws here hmm. and there, just some of the execution. I don't know if I love the finale. I don't know if I love the way the wire wrapped. No, no, I don't. Although I don't think it was. No, but it wasn't like, it was like, it was like, okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It was a good show. I have no yeah. beef. Yeah. But when you watch the final three episodes of Breaking Bad, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. You're like, how do they do this? Hmm. How did they do this? Hmm. And I, I'm getting everything I want without it being cheesy. It makes sense. It seems like they had this plan from the very beginning. There's twists yeah. that feel authentic. Yeah. Yeah. They are delivering on the premise. I mean, it's like Breaking Bad. It's like by by the last three episodes, the main character, Walter White, is absolutely outrageously a horrendous, terrible, evil villain. Hmm. And hmm. you believe it. And I'm not going to give anything away on this podcast. No, I think I'm eventually going to watch it. I think I think after the wire, I'm I'm ready. Oh, you know, it's just I'm not great with this. I'm not great with the super tough drug stuff. Yeah, there is drug stuff. I I think it's like a backdrop. The the drugs are a backdrop. I mean, ultimately, it's a story of a, a, a these are all these are all like sort of heavy quotes props for like a character study, like Walter White is the main character. Right. And they said they, I forget the word they wanted to like, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. They said they want to take Mr. Chips and turn him into something other. Like Mr. Chips is like this really docile, silly character. So like Walter White stops, starts as a nobody. Yeah. And you becomes ju- this. And, and it also makes sense. Like he gets, you know, he's this really sad beaten down science teacher with a humdrum family life and he gets cancer and the, the sense is like what do i have to lose yeah so he goes yeah. all in yeah and it's it's just amazing and so so it's like there's the drug stuff but it's mostly like i know this guy i know i know i i gotta get past the first it's the aesthetics too i think mm. which i just gotta get past it's easy to get past because I, I remember feeling what you're feeling. It, it, I, I don't even think it's the aesthetics. It's, it's the grime. It's grime. And it, and it and the whole show creates a vibe that's different for most television that you eventually easily get used to. But I remember that. I remember like, I don't I don't know this vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a brand new vibe, which is probably the mark of a good show. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the show. Everyone is like, this is the show. The show we didn't mention that neither of us watches game of thrones that everyone well that's an honorable mention for me really you've watched game of thrones all of it really many times i didn't know this oh yeah no uh, i have heavy heavy thoughts about that i mean game uh, that i guess i l- let me say this i didn't know this, this is a good wrap up for my little portion of dramas because i think most people will agree with me game of thrones juxtaposed with breaking bad is a great little moment here mm-hmm. because game of thrones was almost perfect almost impeccable like leading up into the final season they're like 
they're nailing this. It's not mm. like it wasn't per. It was, it's not like it was perfect, but like mostly perfect. So they ran into complications because the author has not finished his book. So they were going off the original material. So now they have to create their own source material. So oh, George R. R. is the genius that's created this world. And now they're like, well, we don't have that anymore. And he's not writing anymore. No, he's still working on it. He's still working on it. So it's, that's a whole other qu- crazy side note. Interesting. Interesting. Like this fina- his finale should have come out before the finale. And he's just like, look, I'm a writer. Right. I'm taking my time. I want it to be perfect. It's my story. And I don't need to hurry up for HBO. I mean, I like that. Totally. <laughs> So I also feel like they've totally set him up for success because they've given this total shit finale. And he's like, thank you. Now I will show you how to do a finale. Oh, right. So it's just like I wanted so bad to like it. And I think I was living in denial for about three months. And I was like, that was good. No, no, it was good. And the critics are wrong. And and what can you do? I mean, that was, you know, and I'm like, I look back. I'm like, gosh, they 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 blew it. The last Mm. three episodes of Game of Thrones is just. That's the worst. It ruins the show. It It ruins the show. It was bad. Yeah. Very bad. Like so epically bad that it borderlines on ruining the whole series, which it doesn't. But it's there. It's there just sitting there m- mocking you. You know, it's bad. I actually knew you watched Game of Thrones because you showed me clips. Yeah. I can remember that now. I, I say Sopranos gets a, a shout out to me. Okay. And um, a show called The Shield, which if anybody's listening, they're like, oh, yeah, The Shield. That was huge. The Shield. Um. Another huge one um, for me was Dexter. And it's oh. not making the list, but Dexter was should huge be mentioned. for me for a long time. A serial killer superhero, <laughs> which is an interesting concept. But you're not, you're very nice to give me this much space to pop off my dramas. On your dramas. That's it. I should stop. Breaking Bad. Someday. It's in the cards. For it's you. in the cards. I definitely think it'll happen yeah. someday. I think my age shows through and also the fact that I tend to lean towards reality TV. Like I have my dramas, but I'm not as versed in it, or I'm not quite as into dramas. True. TV dramas. If anybody's listening to this, <laughs> is anybody listening? We do know people <laughs> listening. If people are listening and they know me and they know Mace, everybody knows that I'm totally right when I say you will love Jesse Pinkman. That's like a character made for Mace. In Breaking Bad? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yeah. Do you have any guesses? I probably put the wire in there. Um let's see dramas yeah it's like what do you watch in terms of dramas i know Uh, i'll probably put lost in there for you which deserves an album mention for me too but um i'm just gonna say the wire and lost for now okay great um i don't even even write lost down but i would put lost as an honorable mention Mm -hmm. i guess um i didn't know exactly what to do for this although i did come up with my list i have two honorable mentions the first is the newsroom Oh, an HBO show. Wow, a throwback. I know, which I really liked a it. Valid throwback. I watched it and I I really liked it and I watched it again and it just like it's so fast paced and like a good one. I I I like it. Thank you, thank you for liking my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, the other honorable mention I have is the show Maniac, mm. which is the show on Netflix. I made you watch it. Yeah, I watched it. I think I've watched it three times, hmm. and it's essentially like these people. It's Emma Stone mm-hmm. and she takes this it's like good. medicine and goes and goes in this like dream world and Defense it's intense mechanism. and it's like it's into the psyche and it's so good. So that that's one honorable mention. As I'm saying, also iRobot would be or not iRobot. Uh, oh, man, I'm like 
like struggling with remembering things. We're having a real conversation tonight. Who is the main star of Parks and Rec, everybody? Who plays Leslie Knope? <laughs> <Who plays Leslie? laughs> like, no. They're yelling out the name right now. I'm not even looking it up on my iPhone. Is it Amy Poehler? It is Amy Poehler. <laughs> okay, like, I was like, wait, it's come to me, but now I'm like, is it that? <laughs> um, okay, so I'll get to my top three. It's This is really interesting. You don't know this about me, but my number, th- well, my number three, I'll say, is Parenthood. Oh, that kind of the TV drama. I like this again. I like the textures of this show. I like that we bring up different things. I've never watched Parenthood. You've never watched people, Parenthood. All sorts of people <laughs> tell me I need to watch Parenthood. All you gotta watch Parenthood. It is you. I think you would love Parenthood. You yeah. would get choked up. Yeah. And have to hold back tears so often. I did not hold back tears and cried so much in Parenthood. I mean, it's like it's real. It's Rot's family. It's mm-hmm. like. The big old thing. It's it's a great show. I watch it with my family, like my mom sometimes. I like vividly remember. I mean, there's this one episode where it's just, I mean, they're hitting the notes for emotions for sure. There's this one episode where like this mom has cancer and she calls and like she thinks she's kind of in the hospital alone and like her family isn't there and nobody's getting the messages they don't know. And she's like, maybe it's my time. And so she makes these videos for her kids and it's like four seasons in so we like are invested and i just sobbed for like mm. hours mm. <laughs> it's like this episode no, from what i know show. parenthood that seems right yeah it's it's a good it's a good show i really like parenthood there's I, a scene that was circulating in youth ministry circles for a long time of like everybody in a judge's office and a kid is getting adopted. I've never, I don't know the characters. Yep. But it's like, yep. That was a big one. We're like, we're, we're the family now. We're a part of the family. Oh, He's it's part of our family. Yes. That is, that is a, a scene. Yeah. That is a scene. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I remember can picture correctly. it. Um, okay. Uh, my number two, my number two is, I don't know if you know this show. I loved it all throughout high school. And I think I, st- I mean, I still love it now. It's house. Oh, Again, I love that we're mentioning different things. I, I obviously, well, not obviously, but I have not seen that. You've never seen nope, House? No, nope, no, nope, but I know it's valid. It you is. Know, I mean, that's like fair. Yeah, that's fair. I loved it. Hugh I mean, Laurie. Hugh I think. Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's so funny. It's so intense. I mean, it's like, here's this fucked up doctor. Yeah. Who's addicted to narcotics and is practicing medicine, and he's like a genius mind, and the whole show is solving these puzzles Mm -hmm. but it's like the whole i mean the show is mostly like a character it's him Mm -hmm. it's this guy i loved it so much and i still do i love it character study yeah things are backdrops yeah no they really are i mean i will never forget this he like eventually has like a breakdown and like has all these hallucinations Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like because he's taking all this these this vicodin essentially and he ends up going to rehab and they blowed up this season opening mm. to be like a two hour long thing, just him in rehab. Mm. And they went the whole distance. It's like a movie mm. the way they did this opening. It's so good. I remember waiting all summer for it and it came and it was like, this was it. This mm. was so, this is what I wanted from this show, which is interesting for an opening too. I was like, they, the, the best episode was an opening to a season. Um, so house, I can, you're painting the picture. I can picture it. I mean, I don't, I don't know house in terms of like the characters, but I know enough about it to picture uh, how special a, an opener would be like that. No, it was yeah. good. I mean, it's, 
the show ended decently decently um that's another thing just in terms of show endings dexter ended so terribly it's like it just tarnishes the show i'm like dexter i was i was really vibing and then i'm like yeah dexter whatever yeah yeah um okay my top i put for this is the wire ah that's so good i legit put the wire i think i'll probably i mean you really are you really are hooked now i really i I really liked i mean talk about character studies that show is just like the character development on that show is out of this world mm-hmm. and the putting together of these puzzle pieces. And somehow you're able to track so many storylines mm-hmm. and it never feels confusing. Mm-hmm. And it always, it feels, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that show really nails like getting people. And it is because you, you get to know that person. You're in their world. You understand their world. Mm-hmm. And then you understand this other character's world. And then you see their worlds interacting. Ah. It's so good. You know, I guess what you're saying, too, like even something that does set something like The Wire apart from anything like Breaking Bad. I mean, every every one of these shows has intense characters. Like if I think of sopranos there's like characters that are just so legendary mm-hmm. and same with deadwood all these all these shows, all shows all shows right but man the wire really is set apart in the sense that if you say somebody like stringer or wallace or omar or mcnulty or any of these omar. characters it brings up so much for you like those mm-hmm. characters feel so real mm-hmm. you know uh and it is like how does just one little side note character Wallace? You're like, where's Wallace? It's like Wallace, you know, like bubbles, bubbles, bubs, you know, it's, it's like, like yeah. all of these characters are the main character. Mm-hmm. It's really wild how they do it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Maybe it's just something a lot about our society. Yeah, no. Um, and it's also, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, cr- it's a critical show on our society and pointing out things. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think also watching it the summer of 2020 for the first time was, significant too like watching the wire as riots are breaking out and we're calling out to defund the police it's like and now i'm choosing to watch the wire dang i felt like a lump in my throat thinking about it jeez it's such a special show it's heartbreaking it is it's a heartbreaking show. it is a heartbreaking show Ooh. okay Ooh. we did it now now Scott and I get to go watch TV. I think we're gonna watch Curb maybe. I think we should. And <laughs> just laugh. Yeah. Everybody uh, thanks for listening. We love you all. What is this thing we're doing? We're not sure, but we hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And we'll catch you next week where we talk about who knows what, but it could be ambiance. <laughs> Honestly, I think it might be ambiance. Okay. <laughs> good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Good, good day to you. Good night. Good, good day, day to you. To you. <laughs>